Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. From the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, and Mr. Grow It. What hey, up, boys? What's going Hello. on? Good to see you, boys. How you been? You know, man. It's, it's been good, a while. Good. It's it has been a while. Been, it has been a long been time. these gaps. It's been a week, eh? <laughs> Say that every episode. <laughs> yeah. We spend a lot of time together. I know, I know. Oh, I see pigeons good. like every fucking day lately, it seems right. like. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good to see you guys. It's good to see you. Another Absolutely, great discussion. Man. Any opportunity we can get here and just talk. Talk like what I love. With and, you guys. Oh, that's a great day. It is a great day. What are we talking about today, Chris? We are talking about parenting and cannabis, so uh, something I don't really have much experience on. But you uh, might, you guys, yeah, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) You got a house of cats too, don't you? Oh yeah, so I guess we're we're including cats. We can (laughs) parenting cats and cannabis, right? Maybe we will touch on that. But uh, but yeah, a lot of questions in regards to you know parenting, um, you know incorporating cannabis within um, that. And you guys are the ones that have the experience here, right? You both have kids, is that right? One to two kids each, or what? Uh, dose for me. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah, I've got one. And he's, uh, okay. he's 10. He just turned 10, actually, Holy as a matter shit. of fact. Holy um, yeah, shit. Happy uh, birthday, a young decade, A decade of another child, or a, a decade with another human on this planet under my responsibility. Woo! Couldn't believe it. But yeah. You know, uh, talking about my wing. You could say that. Yeah, <laughs> tried to raise them. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely one of those subjects where I've struggled with um, throughout my parenting, throughout my how do you say it, career as a parent? Is it a thing? Um, tenure, tenure <laughs> as a parent. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I've definitely struggled with how much do you share? At what point do you share? And I don't mean like he doesn't get to smoke any. I don't share any with him. But I just mean. Uh, at what point do you share the information? Uh, what time, at what point do I incorporate him into the process? And at what point do I start answering his friends' questions? You know, uh, because, yeah, uh, we're getting to the point in time where we're having kids over at the house. And I, I know some parents aren't kosher about it. And weed in my house is a very open subject. Uh, it's not hard to find it. Even though I do keep everything pretty locked and behind key, you know, there's still a reservoir that sits at the bottom of the stairs. There's a hair in my face. There's uh, nutrients that just sit over in the corner. So it's still very much in your face, but not. So there's definitely a lot of cl- uh, questions would come up with that. So, um, Rob, yeah, have, have you found that they've been asking more and more questions? Because yours are a little bit younger than mine, correct? Yeah, yeah, two and five, man. So not even combined, they're not even as old as yours. You got an OG now. Oh, <laughs> you got a little OG. He is no. my OG, man. It's, you know, I know a lot of people who are, are way open, and I'm I'm a little in between the middle. You know what I'm saying? Little Italy, 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 whatever, you know, big pun style. Canadian. Can't get, can't get the it. verb down. Can't, you know, try to. But <laughs> my main thing is, is I'm open enough where it's just a plant, and my kid knows that these are herbs, my medicine. My five-year-old always comes in. He's like, oh, well, it's always smoky with your herbs. And I'm like, you go, go out there. Okay. This is dad's area right now. I'm in here. I'll be out shortly. I'll let you play on your tablet for a little bit. Play the Power Rangers game. What do you think? But it's it's more of a botany thing for him. Like, he really enjoys plants, period, in general. He loves plants. I mean, he literally identifies shit outside. Oh, you, you can, can tell his dad loves plants. 
He gets it from me, I think. Mm. And, and from, uh, you know, my mom as well. As, you know, Nana helps him out being able to understand these different plants. He's all pull- pointing out uh, lamb's ear and fucking blue spruces and shit. I'm like, five, dude. <laughs> how do you know it, that? It trips me out that? thinking, like, how do you know this? And he, he's right every time. Mm-hmm. They're sponges. It's not like he, he's just, I mean, so, so, so smart. And I think that's where he sees the beautiful plants in my room sometimes. And he's like, wow, looking great, Dad. Like, Thanks. Appreciate Thanks. it, bud. Pat <laughs> him in the back, and he's wanted to water my plants before. I'm like, not quite yet, okay? If it was maybe a young veggie, I could. But when it's when it's flowering and stinking, and he might brush against it and then reek like some fucking dank-ass headbanger, it's a no for me, dog. You know, I can't can't have that. And that's the problem is the stigma is still there. So if your kid goes to school and stinks like herb, that's a problem. And it's a problem mm-hmm. if your kid goes to school and smells like cigarettes or smells mm-hmm. like booze. That shouldn't mm-hmm. be the case. So you should be responsible no matter what. But being open about it is different. And you got to know that, you know, I grew up with some kids. No, you don't got to know that. But you got to know that uh, if, if you've got people in your life who do consume, it's going to limit their friendships. And, you know, two people I grew up with, you know, the homies, I call one my cousin. He's not even really my cousin, but they grew up together. They're both my cousins. And they've got parents who openly smoked. And I would go over there and they'd just be rolling up a joint right there. And I'm like, oh, cool. And they never had any of the friends over, ever 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 and it was because their parents were like fuck no we're gonna smoke and once they would come over they'd go home and smell like weed and they were never able to go back and it that's where it becomes an issue is where you're just like fuck it i'm free with it it's like well it could hinder your kid's life because we do still live in that stigmatized society so if you are just like my plants are drying right here fuck what they think and then your kid's going to school and their backpack reeks like herb everyone's gonna think they're the plug but they're really just trying to get on the sports team Coach is going to say, fuck, no, you're not getting on here, old fucking burning Bob. Old Bob Marley, get out of here. I don't want my kid having to go through that, you know. So there are times when you need to hide it, right? And, and let's kind of start at the beginning, right? So when you when you have a baby or when you have a toddler, you probably want to hide 100% of it from them, right? So you want to hide your stash, make sure that your baby or your toddler isn't getting into your stash. Didn't steal any of my um, shit, dude. Your paraphernalia. <laughs> Right, maybe it's uh, glass that's ly- lying around. You want to hide that, and, and plants. So, from your opinions, um, you know, when you have a baby and a toddler, how do you go about hiding your stash, hiding your paraphernalia, you know, so on and so forth? I, I wouldn't. I, hiding is the wrong way to put it. I, I, I think that's the wrong foot to start out on. You, I have always had an, a separate area in my house. Uh, I, if as Canadian, you can only smoke outside for five months of the year, and then it's incredibly cold and unbearable. That's a bit of an exaggeration in terms of time frame. You may but the reality is, is uh, token outside in the wintertime is no fun. So I have a token zone. I got a bakery. I got a pharmacy. I got a Larry in my house that I use as where I consume. And it's always been that way. So I, I don't see it as hiding it. This is where being open is. So yes, as a toddler, you're keeping it out of reach of children. There is no reason that a child should come into access of your stash, of your pieces, of your resin, of your smoke in general. Now, let's, be, let's not be ignorant. If you're consuming in your home, it is going throughout your house. That's what the reality is. Now, uh, to what extent? Unknown. But you can alleviate that with open windows and so on and so forth. But your, your, your toddler should not have access to your stash. They should not have access to your garden at any given time. Uh, or because things like this. Oh, there you, you know, go. The, the, this is so attractive to a child. Would this not be? 
it's not designed to be that way, but it, the, a kid right, it, it absolutely is. It, it, so it you got to be responsible with it. You know, you can't just right. be like, fuck it. Now, at this moment, we're dealing with toddlers, right? So it's like keeping out of reach of children or small children, I guess, is important. But that's why education from a parent to a, to a child is incredibly important. You know, don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. You know, whether it's an apple or a beet. Okay. I don't know how. Chris, you look like you've never heard that song before. No. Oh, my no God. Idea. Oh, my God. Is that a Canadian uh, song? Jamie oh, how did he hear it? How did you hear it? <laughs> I, I guess, it, dude. Anyways, it's... Uh, when, when, it, you, it, when you get... When, like, once you have a kid, I feel like... Oh, right, you'll right. Hear yeah, 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 you'll hear all those. Song. But anyways, I'm familiar with Baby Shark, and that's about it. That's what about Baby Beluga? Baby Beluga. No? No. See, my kids are Gs, and we listen to a bunch of 80s rock and rap. Oh, we got so bubble guppies cool. on go. That we used to have bubble guppies on go, but no, no. Anyways, bubble anyways. guppies, yeah. We're um, more like twisted sister. It's, and... it's, <laughs> it's very important. Well, as we are going to teach them good music, you also need to de- teach them about what's okay to consume and music. touch and 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 enjoy and whatnot. Um, in my house, there has always been adult drinks, big people drinks is what we call them. Big people drinks. We call it, there's there's big people food. You know, uh, when he was younger, you had to you still had to minimize what kind of food he was eating and what kinds and particularly seafoods and not. Um, and there's, and there's always been big people medicine and big people things, you know what I mean? And we've always, and the conversation doesn't just stop there because then that conversation evolves into, well, why is it a big person, big people thing? And then for the same reason that there's big people words, you know, there's words, there's things that I can say that my child can't say, you know, and there's a reason for that. So I need to be very open for that. And, you know, when, when you, when, you know, Rob holds up a very, uh, very exciting, package of gummies you know i need to explain to my son that you need to be able to read you need to be able to identify and you need to be able to ask questions about things that you're going to put into your mouth when i was young i ran into my house grabbed some apple juice off the counter and i drank it turned out it was dish soap it turned out it was dish soap and it was it oh, wasn't that great bad. it was a very valuable lesson at that moment okay because I, it looked like it was something i could consume and i, I it wasn't so we have to be open. So, but but to answer your question, Chris, yeah, it's it's not hiding; it's keeping out of reach of children. So, what are some actionable things that people can do? Right. So, you said it's in a separate room. I assume the room's locked, maybe at all times, right? And you have separate, um, you know, like a safe or a, a, some sort of container that's lockable. Mm-hmm. Do you keep it at a high distance, or, or like what are some tips stash. that you? Yeah, that you the, do to keep things out of reach. Ideally, well, see, electric fences stash. usually work pretty well. If you get a. Uh, <laughs> they, they do. do. They know it. Shock and you know, shock and awe. Don't, shock and don't, don't, don't touch know? that shit, son. They know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lock and key is your best bet, man. Lock and key is your best bet. Uh, that's where I keep all my stuff. It's in a drawer, uh, a ba- massive like kind of filing cabinet drawer, and it's all in a. It's all behind lock and key. Um, but but a lock and key is only going to work for so long, right? Because the then facts. he's going to find your key. You know, and that's where that education comes into play, you know, and he's seen me consume it and he's asked why. And I said, I've answered him and I've simply said the re I'm able to be the daddy that I am to you because I take the right medication. I exercise. I'm healthy. I try to eat right. And part of that, as I mentioned, you take a big hoot. 
Yeah, and I'm crying. <laughs> so so there, there's a recovery stage, you know, before I go back upstairs. I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's the side of the stigmas where, like, in front of my kid, I'm not taking dab, you know, big dabs and shit like that. And I get do it to your thing, but, like, I don't want it to look like maybe there's uh, a pain process or maybe it looks like a drug like it's a little easier for like a little glass bowl or a regular bong or a joint or a blunt but like you get a little too far to the point where like it does look harder for a kid who doesn't know anything about anything like what the hell are you doing because like, again I've, I've seen people recently with these crazy rigs and i'm like where do you even hit this from i can only imagine if a little kid is looking and it's like that's a drag what are you doing dad it's like, like, yeah, well, it looks like Dad's doing meth or something. Like, I don't know. He was really like that. I have no clue. But, you know, the stigma, like a video we just had, uh, uh, an audio as well over on anything you listen to audio on, it's about making sure that you're doing everything appropriately with the, you know, not with the kids, but if it's going to be in front of the kids, you're doing it right. You're not being a jackass about anything. And it's, again, subjective. I'm not going to judge there. But I do realize that this, the flashier it gets, the more attractive it can also be for the kids. So to make it more passive could be less attractive and as a kid for me once i figured out what it was we were hunting right like, you've heard the prohibition stories i had my dog patches doing her thing like we we found it an army crawl baby but i don't want my kids to do that and i know karma's a bitch i think i've paid back my dues now but i really think that if i don't make it so attractive to my kids it's not going to be as big of a deal but i i would really rather have my kids find herb than anything else and, if and they're going to do a substance and that's it it's like that's it that and that's why it's like again it, it, no matter what like my my room my studio is 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 literally an advertisement for a great time and this is where i consume you know and so there's going to be some there's going to be some connection there for him and that's why that's why being vocal is so important because i just i want him to know that what i'm doing is not wrong it's not bad it's just that at his age, it's very important that he focuses on growing, you know, school, you know, these kind of things are not good for a growing brain. And I have had these conversations with him because it's, I, I want him to know that what I'm doing is not bad. It's not bad. It, it, it's just, you know, there's, there's, there's other things that he should stay focused on. Cause he's, shit. he sees, he sees, you know, our, some, a lot of our family members smoke cigarettes and he sees that. And we're very vocal about how harmful cigarettes are, you know? And, you know, he's, he, he, he has slightly tried to make the connection between the two, but we have been very vocal about the difference between them, you know, and of course there's going to be confusion, but that's why I think it's important to leave that, that, that pathway of communication open between you and your child. So yeah. then what age would you consider it being appropriate, right? So obviously you can't communicate with babies and toddlers. Mm -hmm. They just simply don't understand at what age does your kid did your kids start to ask questions about it and you start to actually have that communication on introducing them about okay this is cannabis this is um consumption um you know plants so on and so forth what ages do they start asking questions and it start in your opinion is it appropriate to have those conversations with them i haven't gotten that far yet i've, I've just that it's it's my herbs my medicine and that i grow my own indoor beautiful plants i mean luckily my son's very familiar with plants being grown, so it's not a huge deal for him. We've, we have other indoor plants that aren't cannabis, so it's just like, okay, those are dad's ones in his room. 
Right. And that's and I was going to say the same thing. We haven't really gotten into consumption and use. My garden has always been open. You know, my his playroom is just adjacent the bedroom. to yeah. the yeah, you know, and it's not unusual to see daddy bringing out these fucking monster plants <laughs> and I'm bringing them out to the watering hole so I can so I can water them. And, you know, it's not unusual for him. I, I tell him, you know, we'll play, he's playing hockey down here with some of his friends, and I got my plants out at the watering hole, and I'll be like, careful with the puck, guys. I can't have a puck come flying. Like, I've been very open about that, you know. And, and um, he's asked, you know, like, uh, it, 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 it's almost so passive at this point, you know, because it's just a regular part of life. It's not something I've tried to hide. So when my plants are out, he, does, he just doesn't even care. He just doesn't even care. And... It, we haven't. I, I honestly believe that I wasn't raiding my parents' medicine cabinet. I wasn't popping Tylenol at at, tw- at twelve years old because no, I, I fully understood what Tylenol. Not fully, but I was understood what Tylenol was. You know what I mean? And it was and whack. The the you know that stuff like it, it was it was it was there was a connection between medicine and and life. Like there was you know you just didn't you didn't. I don't know. And drugs, I guess, is what I'm going to say. Like the difference between medicine and drugs. And uh, it just didn't appeal to me. And I think in the same way, it, it just doesn't even appeal to him. I've been so open. I water the plants. You know, he, he might have watered. You know, sometimes when, it, when we've got a dozen plants ready for harvest, my house reeks. Like you smell it blocks. And he's been like, man, oh, yeah. just, Daddy, Daddy, your house or your, your plants stink. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> man, they do. They do. And, and it is incredibly, you said at the top of the show, it is incredibly irresponsible for a parent to send their child to school smelling like weed and, or, or alcohol or, you know, um, and I don't say necessarily irresponsible, but it's important that you don't, you, you don't allow for their, I don't know, uh, for misconceptions to be crafted around them by others. You know what I mean? Regardless of what they are, it could be from teachers or peers and stuff. But again, just keeping things open. I, I don't think, to answer your question, I don't think there is an age that you just start. They're going to start asking questions. That's going to be when you start to obviously address the questions. But being open is, is important. You know, this is daddy's room. This is, this is, that's what I've always said. This is, this is where daddy uses it. This is where he takes his medicine. You know, and why, why do you go in another room? Because daddy has to inhale his medicine and then he has to blow it out. It's very similar, son, to how someone you see takes like a, an, an asthma. You know, you're familiar with a, an inhaler. <sighs> Except when I exhale, there's a lot. There's a lot more. There's a lot more um, um, stuff that comes out. You know, Sticky, and, icky, icky. and and it can Scientific smell, term. and it's it's it, it. You know, it is what it is. And if I wanted to avoid that, I would consume in a different manner. And again, like you said, you don't take dabs and shit. I like I'll, I get I'll get I'll get high as a kite. But I'll make sure that I wipe wipe the tears away and get myself straight because, again, this is my medicine. And if I didn't have this, I wouldn't be able to keep up with my boy. I wouldn't be able to be out there playing football with him. I wouldn't be out there throwing ball with him. I wouldn't be out climbing rocks, being bicycles, you know what I mean, wrestling on the ground. I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would, I would, my body would just fall apart. And it's like I can keep up with my 10-year-old boy because I have found the medication that works for me. And there's nothing, zero, absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. Fuck no. That's the key thing is it's like the stigma is the problem is really all it comes down to is you. I know a guy personally who dealt with CPS for quite a while over, you know, his kids smelling like bud and he almost lost his kid over this whole situation. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. really, really dumb on his part. I got to say he was drying in the same room where his kid's room is like the bathroom of where his kid's room is. Mm-hmm. That wasn't smart. 
But it was also really, really dumb that he potentially was going to lose his kid over mm -hmm. that. Absolutely. That's fucking outrageous. Like, it, it does suck that it stinks, but in what sense is it hurting any, like, the kid at all? Or is it doing anything? Like, that's just an odor that happens to to come from the plant. It's not kids like it can come to school smelling like curry. They can come to school smelling like coffee. Pizza. Pizza. There isn't. Yeah, I used to do it. My dad used to work at a pizza place, and I would smell like a fucking pizza, like the, the to-go containers. Like the fucking um, yeah. keep your pizza hot, you know what I'm saying? I forgot they're called. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. The sleeves. Yep. I'd smell like those motherfuckers all the time because my dad would like in his vehicle, he'd just have it from work, and I'm like, Ugh. so if whenever like I'd be with him, I'd stink like fucking pizza, and I, sucks, nobody ever kicked right? me out no, or fucking sucks. acted funny. I didn't have CPS called, and I know pizza is different, but like, you know, alcohol. I gotta say, like, oh well, the kid must be probably drinking, in that case. But cigarettes, I mean, fuck, how many of us had parents who smoked back in the 90s and dropped us off somewhere? Always. Yeah, always. Yeah. So it's like, never was an issue then. It's just because people have the stigma around it that cannabis is this hard drug and people are acting out of control and yada da yada da. I really don't like that. But that's where, again, this is what it is, so be responsible. It is what the fuck it is. We got to kind of live within these guidelines. It's free country, but it's not free country. It's one of those deals where you got to... Be smart. Be responsible. Well, smoking was kind of a, like my next question is, um, you know, obviously we're all aware of secondhand smoke and how that can be harmful in a sense. Mm -hmm. So at what point do you, if ever, uh, smoke around kids, right? Is there a certain age? Uh, do they have to be an adult before it's acceptable? Um, or like what? Just chill it how do you circle? guys handle it? I used to have I, a buddy who would just, the kid would be in the circle with us and I'd accidentally be like, oh. Sure. <laughs> yeah. here. I, I personally, I think that's, I think that's very irresponsible. I, I, I like, well, not what you just said, Rob, but yes, irresponsible. But in general, smoking in the presence of children, um, I, I don't believe the recreational side of cannabis because there are very two distinct sides. Let's let's let, we're already well, I don't even know if 20 minutes in when we didn't we there are two distinct avenues when it comes to cannabis. There's a recreational side and there is a medicinal side. And when it comes to your medicine, you should not be ashamed of what makes you the person that you need to be to survive and live in, and and live at your fullest. But at the same time, yeah, I do I do uh drink in front of my son. He's very familiar with what a beer is. He brings them to me at ten years old from the fridge. Hashtag he knows no the brains. He knows, he knows. Uh and, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um and he's also seen where we've been in social functions with my friends, you know, and and we've been in the backyard and passing a joint around. I think that's I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I do have an issue with like being in the same room as a child because you know secondhand smoke is a and real closed thing. space yeah hot box yeah. in the car yeah. like yeah, yeah those the are car, these no absolutely not in fairness i don't even really like smoking around my dog um or my cat i don't have a cat but i wouldn't really smoke i wouldn't leave them in my room if i was gonna like my my puppy kingston if kingston was in here i would i would take him upstairs before i had a hoot um i just i, I just feel like it's a little irresponsible they didn't ask for it they, you know what I mean? They didn't ask to be put into this situation. I remember you said in the 90s, I had to sit in the car as both my parents just puffed down on cigarettes. And, you know, I didn't like, think of any of that. But you, like, literally, you literally, yeah, they were calling pigeons. They were, of course. <laughs> we're born with that. I was just a young bird. And, <laughs> back uh, in the day, young the bird, thing is, is you'd almost, I remember sitting in the back seat, 
timing how long it would take for my nose to pick up the smell. There it is. <sighs> you know, and I, I, I didn't ask for that, you know, and I don't think any child or animal asks for being closed into an area, regardless, you know, how big it is. You know, I'm sure if we're talking a stadium or something, maybe, but what, what are we doing in a stadium with a kid and smoking weed and saying, you know, is there at a concert? That shouldn't be happening. But anyways... Um, Depends on the concert, bro. Well, not the kid, though. You know what I'm thinking? We're at the age, you know? You're not at a concert with your kid yet, you know? And then, fuck, I hope... You know, that, you know, I, I hope you know, we're not there yet, but anyways, go ahead, go ahead. Well, prime experience. So what age, you know, in my experience, you know, I was 16. I was on probation from 12 to fucking 18 till when they were going to move me to adult probation. They said, nah. Um, and literally I got, I broke my fucking ankle at one point. I just got out of juvie. I, they wouldn't give any prescription for any pain meds that were anything decent. And I was just in so much fucking pain. And my PO was out of town for like a month and I didn't have a substitute PO. So I'm like. Mom, I know you know. You know I know. Just please drop a joint somewhere. I won't say anything until <laughs> I have a podcast in 10 or 20 years <laughs> with a couple of cool guys, especially one guy named Pigeon. She was born that way. Uh, <laughs> and she all of a sudden was like, no. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then she taps on my door. I'm like, what? And then I open it, and there's a fucking joint rolled. Perfect little joint in the floor. I'm like, Mama. Mom, thank you. Single it, tear that day. Dude, just it was just, I mean, and it was the best joint ever for me. Like, I had such yeah. bad pain. My it was leg rolled was fucking love. killing me. And it was, dude, and it had so much love. It was rolled with fucking love. And I was like, this is mama's joint. This is like, mm -hmm. like mama's cooking. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, and it did it for me. And it took literally probably another two years. I was off probation before she'd smoke with me. And now I smoke blunt, she smokes joints. So we smoke in the same room. But we don't pass nothing. But it's still like it's it's cool to see. I remember smoking with my grandma for the first time. I was eighteen or nineteen. She came in town from Israel, and she rolled up her own little tiny joint, and then rolled us all a joint to split. And I was like, oh, "That's still cool." I'm smoking with my grandma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, hell yeah, like, you are. Yeah, you are. But it was like it wasn't until I was eighteen. That age, you ain't sharing like, your joints anyway. You know, I yeah, respect you know. that. You know what I mean? I ain't sharing. Oh, I know. She's like, I got my yeah. own. Shit. I'm not passing it, you little motherfuckers. Like, no. But like, here you go. Grandma, I got you. Get it, Rainbow. I got you. What? But it took. I, I see how, you know, some people, I've got friends of mine who I grew up smoking with their parents when we were like 12 and 13, like with their dad or with their mom, like we'd get them bud and shit. It's weird. But then, you know, fast forward now, I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine smoking with a 13 year old fucking kid. Like that's just insane. I'm like, fuck off, dude. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Absolutely like, not. You, you, need you, to find show, where you, find it. Like, you need to show some restraint. And I think, is there an age? I don't know. And that's where I'm not at yet. And I've struggled with these questions. And, I, and in fact, everything I've talked about tonight or today, I have struggled with in terms yeah. of internal struggles. Do I share? Do I not share? Do I express? Do I reserve? You know, I've, I've struggled with these conversations. Do we share it with and, you guys here? And, so I, and I come and watching. Like, fuck. And let us know by hitting that like button. Yeah. Guys, like that's that's the only way we're going to know by whether these are conversations that are jiving with you. Um, but the reality is, is that I haven't gotten to the point at which my son is consumed. Well, I, I love and I adore and I know my son. I think I know my son, but I think it would be ignorant to say I know everything about him, right? Even at 10, he's going to school. He's walking home already on his own, allegedly. Um, but the thing is, is that I, I, I want him to know if he had any questions or concerns or about it. I want him to feel safe to come to me. And that day when he does try to consume, it might be 12 or 13 years old. And I can't put him in a little fucking bubble at 12 and 13 years old and just be ignorant to the fact that, okay, he's in a bubble and he's safe now. 
um, I need to address it. And no matter what, you know, if he, if, if, if he, I don't know, I don't know if he said, dad, um, my friend, John, uh, offered me a joint and I said, no, but like, I was kind of curious, you know, I would probably roll him a joint and, you know, uh, let, let him smoke. I don't Some know. It's very hard for me to like, say. Listen, but it's what like, is John's I wanna, growing? If he's going to consume you know? anything, I want it to be mine. You know what I mean? Because I know that it's clean. I, I know that it's healthy. I know that it's coming from a good source. And it's like, I can't stop him. I can't put him in that bubble. So it's like, son, sit down. You know, will I be there? Sure. Will I watch him? Probably not. If he's got his friend John over, bring John over. But you are going to consume in the safety of my home, and I, I won't do it with you. That, there, that's where I need, say you, you need to show some restraint. There is n- zero reason you should be consuming with any child, any and, and at all. You know, I don't think that that, and I think that goes for alcohol as well. You shouldn't be consuming with your child, and, and until is there an age? Sure, maybe it's like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Maybe that's when you know they're they're already they're finding themselves. You are hoping like that you know that they're not. You know, and that's where I want to have these conversations with him that he's not, because I think it's important to, 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 to reiterate that consuming smoking cannabis at a young age, uh, essentially science suggests before 24, does inhibit the brain development. And science can be a bitch sometimes. <laughs> You're right. It, it doesn't know, fit our narrative. I'm, and how dare you? Glasses and um, our smell. I, 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 I'm on that. I'm on that same page. I'm on that same page. Did I inhibit my my brain development while I was growing by consuming cannabis? Probably. Probably. Did it Could affect it enough that it has inhibited inhibited me to enjoy my success and be stoned and successful? No, it hasn't. But did it in some form or fashion? Maybe. But the reality is, is science does suggest that the, the brain, and it only makes sense, it's common sense, the brain needs to, to develop to a certain point before it is smoking any cannabis. That's not to say that it doesn't, it doesn't need or re- want some cannabinoids. We have an ECS, and it's, it, you know, uh, we have an endocannabinoid system for a reason, and I think you know, we, we don't utilize it at an early enough stage, but it's not by smoking cannabis. So let's be straight about that. That's how I feel anyways. So I, I would hope that he's not smoking it until he's 25 years old. Or 38, um, whatever. Or, or 50, right? But, but if he's 12 years old and he comes to you and he says, um, my friend John gave me a joint, joint I'm about booth. to light it up. You're going to take that joint, you're going to throw it away, you're going to give him a bag, and you're going to say, go in your room and have fun. Yeah, bring John, and you can yeah. allow bring John, him bring and John, John yeah. in your house. Because my son and I are very close, very close. I know all of his friends, or not like I don't. I, I, I'm very close with a lot of his friends because I want to be. I want my house to be that haven, that that place where the kids can come and enjoy their time and come kick it in the basement. Come watch, <laughs> there you know. be smoke sessions in your basement all the I time. Really at Twelve, not. thirteen years old. Really John's not. gonna go to his parents and be like, "Oh, it's just over at Pigeon's house. You and think you're in the basement." Good, he allowed us. He gave us his weed and everything. Right, <laughs> right. Four twenty. I got to deal with shit. You know what I mean? You'll get no, a new channel. I, I would hope that that's kids. not. You just have all kids entertainment. Oh yeah, <laughs> I hope that's not the case, right? Because we're using education, friends. All right, we're, we're educating. Um, but you're not far off. You're not far off. Why would I would not want my son in anyone else's basement doing it? Let's put it that way. I get it. Your basement's got really fucking tight over the years. It's pretty so. fucking sweet. And they, 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 they get their own fucking. Build your own fucking. 
bakery. Yeah, get out of here. So yeah, well, see, no. Though, you touched on a good point earlier, though. Uh, you know, and this Chris could probably touch on a little bit more is, is the animal side of things. You know, consuming around the animals. When I was real young, I was a piece of shit. Disclaimer: You've heard this before. If you're an avid uh, Rob, the character fan. was a piece of Rob, shit. Rob, the character was a piece of shit. And uh, <laughs> so was that pigeon character. <laughs> not this, you know. Not but me. the character Rob, piece of shit. And uh, I used to blow smoke in my dog Patch's face. All the, she'd come, she'd come charging in the room though, like. She wanted the smoke. <laughs> she wanted the fucking smoke. And so me and my homeboys would get her lit. Sometimes we do the gravity bongs and we would just like blow the smoke and she'd just be licking at it like, <laughs> like and she wouldn't stop and then sometimes she'd sneeze, but then she'd be good and she'd be all red eyed and I'm like This ain't good at a certain point I'm like, This is fucked up. We shouldn't be doing this. No, no, my dog looked back, I'm like, I was a deranged fucking pert. Like that's like not cool. It's like yeah, I knew that rap guy. early like date rape signs. Like I'm not that guy, okay? But I was like, what the fuck? Why did you do that? And I see and hear about people doing that nowadays still as adults. I'm like, dude, I gave my dog some edibles. I'm like, why would you do that? Are you fucking crazy? Like, they literally can get sick, like, because they're having anxiety or like overdose in a sense of the sugars and the shit that's in there. Besides just the fucking herb. So like, being safe with the animals too, and even the plants. Having a had a cat. Eat, uh, a large portion of a plant recently and she went through some issues stomach issues and was all wound up and bound up and couldn't you know go to the bathroom for a while and it was because me not thinking there'd be an issue but it's a young catch like just over a kid so mm -hmm. you know taking being the the pet parent at the same time being responsible and not just letting your cat in the garden or not letting leaving your shit just out you know your herb out that could look like you know catnip what do you do to kind of keep your cats out of that shit, Chris? Switching, switching uh, levels. I do nothing really. Nothing. <laughs> I openly just smoke throughout my house, and then they're in the same room as me. I blow it in the opposite direction, but I don't really oh, make an Peter. effort to. Oh my god! Keep them out into a different room or anything like that. They're, they're, they have the secondhand smoke. Now I have an air purifier in my downstairs living room. That's primarily where I smoke. So there's constantly 24 hours a day. There, there's the air is being purified. Um, but I don't really, I don't blow it in their face or anything like that. Um, but when, you know, there has been times where I exhaled and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh crap, the cat's right there. You know, Max, he, go. He's, he's pitching his nose up. Yeah. Max, he's pitching his nose up, like trying to get a smell on it or whatever. And what you got today, um, Deb? <laughs> but I don't really make an effort to like push them into another room or anything like that, you know? And, um, so I guess I'm a bad, uh, Bad pet parents. No, you're open. <laughs> you're open, and you're no, and you're and you're willing to uh, communicate. Never had any issues with the cats in the plants. My cats, no. Yeah, um, I keep them out of my grow room entirely. Before like my early just, days, I would you know allow them in there, but then I quickly realized that cat hair accumulates on the buds and that's high shit, though. And nobody a wants nightmare. to wash them. Oh, a nightmare. Um, so I cat try to keep my bears? cats out of my grow room particularly main that's the main reason so no they've never eaten plants or anything like that luckily yeah i was a little a little dumb just i didn't this little fucker sneaky she sneaks in and she'll go sleep on the driver of the fucking for my led and oh like because it's nice and warm nice and like and i'll go by and she's like, I'm like what are you doing in here how the fuck <laughs> you get in this room like you've been here this whole time Stop. and like i'll be live right live streaming and all of a sudden like randomly like maybe on twitch.tv slash from the stage podcast and then so just jump on my lap, Max style. I'm like, <laughs> where'd you? How'd you even bro? get in here? Like the door has been closed for two hours. Like what the fuck is going on? This is weird. 
But I'm a sneaky, I'm a dog right? guy. I'm a dog. Well, I, I'm allergic I for 15 cats. years. I'm allergic to cats. I, I, I'm not. I'm I, I, I'm a cat guy. Cats are my favorite animal. And I got allergic somehow in like at, like when I was 18, 19. Now I get stuffy oh. and I swell up in my eyes. It's not crazy bad, but like if I don't want to sneeze and cry all evening, I try to avoid it. But my in-laws have a cat, and I fucking smother her. To, like right before I go home, I just smother her to death because I know I'm going to get all teary. I'll deal with it later. I was like, oh, at least I got all the conversation done. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, I have two dogs, and uh, they're not allowed downstairs at all. My big dog, we never allowed him to do stairs, so he just doesn't do stairs. He doesn't know how. Well, he's intimidated by them. I'm assuming he's he knows like, how to go down a few, like five or six stairs at a time. Yeah. But a whole flight doesn't even entertain him. He doesn't even do it. And regardless of that, there's so much fucking pet hair in my basement anyway. So it's like it's yeah. I couldn't. Oh, it'd, be, it'd be brutal. That. It would be brutal. Yeah, yeah, even more if there was. So yeah, it's a uh, yeah. No dice. No pets in my garden whatsoever. Man, for 15 years I had two pits. Big, big old terriers. We'll call them. Let's, let's get rid of the word pit. And uh, they were. Beautiful big fuckers though, like eighty-five and ninety pounds, just big ones, a blue and a red, and they would always make their way into the garden, especially Buster. R.I.P. It was my guy. Fucking, ugh, it's like my kids, man. My heart hurts me talking. Oh about man, them. keep it short. Like that's why I'm a cat guy now, because they don't really fucking kick it with me. So like we get right? close, but like we don't get too get close. So I'm close. Like, right. I love you, but like I know. you're gone all the time, anyways. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so with, but with this motherfucker, man, Buster would sneak into the garden and like. I'd look over and I'm doing something like, oh shit, dude, what are you doing in here? And he just start wagging his tail. I'm like, oh, you're just hanging out in the jungle, huh? Because he just loved being outside. So it was like nature for him. He's have in we there. confirmed? Do animal like let's not get too far on this, but do animals have an ECS? I'm sure. I think I think living mammals. Like, yeah, yeah. In general, probably have do. Thing. Yeah, I'm sure okay. humans more because we're dope. But you know, <laughs> oh, pun know. intended. There are we? We're not if we don't use. That is true. Uh-huh. So make uh-huh. sure you're using it right. And if you're not using it right, make sure you're checking out Pigeon 420 on every fucking platform. Mr. Grow, he's got multiple channels, killing the damn game, hey. IG everywhere. And, of course, Cannabis Lifestyle TV, WatchDillTV.com, ThePigeonsCoop.com, and MrGrower.com. So I think guys. that covers it, fellas. I think, that I think that's it. it. I think Be that's responsible. It. Of course, let Break us know what did you guys think. What are you guys doing? Are you parents? Are you thinking of becoming parents? Are these conversations that you're kind of worried about? Because this is why we have these conversations. It's so important as parents and consumers of cannabis to be open and, and willing to discuss with other parents your challenges and what you're doing to overcome them because it is not an easy subject. But breaking the stigma of cannabis is going to start with us and how we conceptualize it for our children. So be open. Be open. Have that conversation. Make yeah, sure. I'd love to hear it in the comments section below. Uh, just anything, any tips, tricks for parenting, uh, you know, in cannabis, how you incorporate things in that. And uh, I'll be reading them for sure. And uh, catch us on our live stream. We do a live stream every single week. Twitch.tv slash from the stash. And uh, catch us on there, and you can ask us questions in real time and, and hang out with us. Do smoke Every Thursday. Sessions, so. Hey, speaking of that, maybe we should get into that soon, boys. All right, guys. Yep. Thanks for watching. Like said, your boy Rob from CLTV, Pigeon420, Mr. Gore. We will see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.